Amen, amen. Um, <clears throat> so, 7.59 in the evening, where are you roughly? What are you doing? Uh, I was aiming this morning to be talking more to the children, um, but we're a little bit empty uh, on the children front this morning, so I'm going to require some help, but for those that are here, hello. Um, 7.59, roughly, where are you? Still tidying up, still working, some of you quite probably, uh, maybe all over the place. But last year on the 26th of March, 7.59, does anybody remember where they were? Thousands of people across the country, thousands upon thousands, headed out onto the streets for the clap for carers, right? And we went out, didn't we, with whistles and bells and pots and pans, and I mean, there were foghorns going from the, 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 the docks, and people made all kinds of noise for the carers, for those who were on the front line who were helping us to fight off coronavirus and the impacts of COVID-19. Um, now, I'd like us to try, for those that are here, to make a recreation of that noise uh, as much as we can, okay? The idea was, as well, that we'd have children, and Flora's got a great box of instruments that they could bang and make loads of noise. So the pressure's on for our children to be making plenty of noise. So if you want to join in and become an honorary child this morning, come and grab anything you can bash, bang, shout, whistle with, whatever, um, because we're going to give this a little go. All right? Yes. Loving this. A few takers here. There's, there's quite a bit of action going on on this side. People who are up for taking some instruments. The rest of you, you've got voices, you've got hands. If you're at home, you can join in with us, uh, making as much noise as possible. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm glad I'm in a charismatic church. <laughs> well, you lot like to make a bit of noise. Whew. Right. Wow. Dare I say, settle down, hurry up. <laughs> I brought this on myself, didn't I? Right. Excellent. <clears throat> I say the question with our kind of congregation is definitely getting people to sh be quiet, isn't it? Rather than making more noise. Okay, are you ready? Very simple. I'm going to put my hands to my ears. You're going to make as much shouting, cheering, clapping, as noise as you can. And then... And then everybody, listen, listen, and then psh, stop, okay? So when I make my hand noise like this, or when I'm hand noise, when I go like this, I want you to stop, okay? Ready? Let's try it again, ready? Better. Good. Right. You're ready. So anytime I make this action, I want you to make as much noise as possible. We clapped and we cheered, didn't we, last year? Because we really admire people who work really hard to help people get better, don't we? Doctors, nurses, physiotherapists, you name it. We love that. We also love a story of somebody getting better, don't we? When somebody's sick and they get better, it's a beautiful thing. It's a brilliant thing. But even more than that, we love it because deep down, we want a world, don't we? We want a world, don't we, that doesn't have any sickness and any suffering in it. That's what we want, isn't it? And this morning, I'm going to talk about God being a healer because 
That is precisely what God wants himself and that is exactly what he's going to do. A world without sickness and suffering and death. Um, And I'm going to do it in three ways. And I've got three presents. Again, beautifully set up, ready for the children this morning. So I might need some people that like to open presents and might want to be on the camera very briefly to come and help me out. Would you like to open a present? Go for the big one. This one. Go for it. Rip it open. Show us what we've got. That's it. Open it here for us. Do you want to open it? I'm going to have to break the news that she can't take it. She probably won't want it. All right, our first present, our first gift of healing today. Wow. Look, what do you think of this, Elia? It's cool. Well, it's, look at this feat of modern technology. It's a little bit worse for wear. This is, in fact, what used to be called a skateboard. Um, and this is going to link into a story that I'm going to tell was one way that God gives us gifts of healing today. Elia, thank you very much. So, quick story. My sister and I one day were having an argument, siblings. We were out the front, along the path, ready to have a race. There was one piece of smooth tarmac recently relayed. There was one piece of the old gritty rough, maybe you can see where we're going with this already, gritty rough pavement. She was on a BMX, I was on the skateboard, and like every younger brother, I lost the argument. She got the smooth bit on a bike. Why she needed it, I don't know. But there we were, ready to go. On my knee, push, push, push. Wow, and that nearly broke. Off we went, race as fast as I can, I'm quite competitive. Suddenly, bang, I hit stone. Off the front of the skateboard, through the air, face, grit, concrete, ouch. I saw a few people squirm then. (laughs) Um, Rushed back into the house, crying, bleeding, mum cleaned me up, Uh, terrible. But can you see any signs of said injury? Careful. (laughs) Explains a lot, yes, thank you. No, you can't, because God has designed our bodies to heal. He's designed us. His brilliant design and part of his healing power is in the way we've been designed. Cuts, bruises, breaks, fractures, illnesses, like we try to fight them off, we try to sort them out. Don't know, our body does that naturally. That's part of God's healing gift to us, um, which is brilliant. Okay. Let's get rid of that dangerous death trap. A second present, the second gift of God, of healing today. Jonathan. Actually, you'll enjoy this one. Wow. What have we got in here? Hold out for everybody. Right. Copamundials that means anything to you. Football boot, football boot, courtesy of Mikey Powell, the finest. Another story. So where I love football, it's no real surprise to some of you. I played a lot when I was younger. One night I was playing for the Cubs down the local park. This boy called Chris turned up in some new boots. Not only new boots, but they had metal studs. Again, you can probably guess where I'm going with this. I always like to go in for quite a tough challenge. Went in for a challenge with Chris. Chris kicked across the knee, and I'll leave the rest to your imagination. Whipped off to the hospital, uh, had to receive seven stitches to my knee. 
I went to find an expert. I went to find somebody who actually knew what they could do to help me out because, sorry, mum, you weren't going to be a lot of help in this situation because it was far too deep. But we do that, don't we? God has given us one another. God has given us brains that we learn about how our bodies work, about how his creation works, and we find better and better techniques of helping each other get better. So we go to the experts to give us a hand. Mikey. Right, last one. Third gift. Josh, it's yours for the taking. What have we got? Speedy present unwrapper. We've got a book. What kind of book is it? No, it's not a French book. What is it? No, did you say German dictionary? Well, how's your imagination? Let's pretend. Sorry, it looks like I'm not very prepared this morning. <clears throat> Could you just pretend that that's a German dictionary for me? Um, it's a German dictionary. Brilliant. Thank you, Josh. Well done. Right. Um, the German dictionary. Another quick story. So, um, a number of years ago, I got the chance to go to Germany. I'd done it for uh, GCSE and A-level and had a chance to travel. And we went to a church meeting, um, and they offered out a situation where people could come to pray for healing. And this girl came forwards and was like, I've been having headaches for the last three years, and nature can't seem to sort it out. The doctors can't seem to do anything about it. And I'm really, really struggling. She asked me to pray for her, which I'd never seen anybody get healed at that point. So I was a little bit nervous. So I prayed for her, prayed my, my best prayer, and I did what I'd been told to do. And you kind of say, how are you? You know, how's it feel? She was like, well, I didn't have a headache before you prayed, so I don't have one now. So it's one of those awkward moments of like, okay, so, well, hopefully you get better. Nice to meet you. All the best. Anyway, months later, I got an email from this girl. And she said, you'll never guess what. After you prayed for me, I haven't had a single headache since you prayed, um, and she made, or she said, I've been made better. Shall we make some noise? Right. In that circumstance, nature couldn't do anything about it. The doctors, nurses, professionals couldn't do anything about it, but God could, and he did, and he will. So we've got three different examples, don't we, of how God heals or how he set the world up for it to heal because it's an important part of who he is. In fact, can we just see around the room, hand up if you have ever been healed naturally, like Scable story, or if you've had a cut or a bruise or anything like an illness that's gone away, that your body has healed itself. Just, just hand up if that's you. Right, everybody. Right? Hand up again if you have been sick or been ill or something's happened to you. You needed a doctor or a medical professional or somebody else to help you and you got better on the back end of that. Right. Everybody. See all the hands? And then the third one. Hand up if you have had a situation for yourself or somebody you prayed for where God did something miraculous, unexpected, unexplainable by human methods. Hand up if, if you've been involved in a story like that. Right, lots of people. Amazing, isn't it? God heals, and he sets our world up 
in a way that leans and leads towards that. Obviously, the questions come about, well, what about those people that don't get healed? What about those people you prayed for that haven't gotten better? Or even, let's be honest, you prayed for them and they got worse. Or even, maybe you've prayed for them and they've died. Oh, horrible stories, hard stories, hurtful stories. You know, stories that bring us pain. When we think about and when we go through those times, it's really never easy. I don't have time to give lots of reasons why maybe God doesn't heal. But I can say something with real confidence. The story and the direction and the prophecies in the Bible point towards the day when God is going to get rid of it all. Wherever it happens immediately right now, we don't always understand. But will every sickness, disease, and suffering be healed and gone? The answer is yes. I think that deserves a bit of noise, doesn't it? Yes. Shall we take a real brief look at this? Um, these chapters are from Revelation 21 and 22. And they, they show, angels show John visions of some of the things that were about to happen and some of the things that would happen towards the future. And John wrote about those. John spoke about God making a new heavens and a new earth, about this city coming down out of heaven, prepared like a beautiful bride for us to live in. And the angel then says these words in chapter 21, verse 3. says with a loud voice, says, look, 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 look. God's made his home amongst the people. He's here. And it says not only is he here, but he's going to wipe away the tears. You know, you imagine God bending down and wiping the tears of the faces. But it goes even further than that. It says this. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain because the old order of things has passed away. The new world that God is creating will be free of all of those things that cause sickness and suffering and death. It goes on into chapter 22, which is what we've got laid out on the floor this morning. Echoing some of the words from Ezekiel in the past, he said this, and the angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal, flowing down from the throne of God uh, through the middle of the great street of this city. And on each side of the river, this stood the tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding fruit every single month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. The leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. Whatever the details of this place, it provides fruit, delicious food, healthy food, and it provides healing for the nations. It will be a place of wholeness, a place of health, a place of healing forevermore. And God is going to do that uh, as the healer. So God heals by what he's created. God gives us the ability and brains to be able to work out ways to help each other get better. And God then at times heals miraculously. And at the end of the day, all of it, every single one of us, every part of us will be made whole and healthy and alive. Our minds, our emotions, our bodies, our relationships, the nations 
will be made whole again. Okay, 